listening to Fox on the Wire podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number 68 of Fox on the Wire. Just wanted to check in and say hello before we get into today's episode. If you've been tuning in recently, you may have noticed that we've been focused on uh, commemorating and celebrating a bunch of different albums that have just turned 30 this year. Um, 1991 was a big year for, for big album releases and obviously being in 2021, they're all turning 30. So a lot of those are my favorite albums and, um, yeah, I just wanted to commemorate them and celebrate them and talk about them and remember them cause they're still as memorable today as they were when they first come out. So uh, I hope you've been enjoying those episodes and we still have a few more to come before the year's out. So tune in for those. With today's episode, I'm very excited to have someone on the show for the very first time. Her name is Desiree. She's hugely talented and she's got a new single coming out on December 3rd called Gun Love. And I've been lucky enough to have a sneak peek and it's a great song and I think you're going to love it and I'd highly recommend going back to her first EP on Spotify go and check that out uh, before this new song comes out she's hugely talented and I think you will agree and go and follow her on all her socials I'll have those links in the show notes go and check her out and while you're on the socials please jump on to Fox on the Wire and follow me so I can get all these new episodes out to you and so you don't miss any. And please, one more request, if you could please subscribe to Fox on the Wire YouTube channel. I'm trying to incorporate more video content on the podcast, so I hope you've been enjoying that. And hit me up at foxonthewire at gmail.com if you have any comments, feedback, or requests. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Desiree. I hope you enjoy, and thank you very much, Desiree, for coming on the show. Cheers. All right, welcome everybody to episode number 68 of Fox on the Wire. We have a very special guest today for her first time on the show. Desiree, welcome to Fox on the Wire. Thank you. <laughs> so you're an independent Australian singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and can we add producer to that as well? Yeah, I think we can, yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Uh, now, let's um, start modern day. You've got a new single coming out on December 3rd called Gun Love, and I've been privy enough and privilege enough to have a bit of a sneak peek thank you for sending that through it's a great track do you want to tell us a bit about that track um yeah gun love i think uh yeah it's it's a bit of a a change from previous music i've done um i think the biggest difference with this one is that i produced it myself right um so yeah that was that was the, the new development and I guess it's um, it's interesting to see what what comes out when you're in control of the entire project, sort of creatively from the beginning. So from from writing the song, singing the song, and producing it. So um, yeah, it's sort of interesting to see what yeah what came out. I mean, it's um, definitely it's gr- it's got grit, and I would say it was raw. It's raw because it's. Um, how I've done it, how I've recorded it, how I've sung it, what it's about um, is just all really 
yeah, consumer gear, just super straight from the source. So it's, it's not too fancy and it's not too, you know, commercial in that aspect either. So it's really, it's quite, um, alternative. So yeah, I guess that's how I'd describe it. Yeah. Uh, I was, I kind of, I mean, it's very hard to classify music these days. I find, um, (laughs) you know, you've, it's not just rock and alternative and pop mm. you've got all these like sh- uh, subgenres and stuff like that yeah and i guess uh you know sort of researching what you'd been up to and and this new track that's coming out i don't know maybe like dark wave or uh yeah. almost experimental alternative you know you could probably throw a whole bunch at it there's obviously a lot of uh different influences in there yeah um, not just with the new track but your older stuff as well which we can get into but uh, was that a big step for you taking on the producer role? Yeah, I think um, for me it was like I always sort of started the songs with like um, as far as producing goes, there's always one instrumental element, right? So I'm not um, too proficient at either guitar or piano, you know, but it, it, what, what helps me write a song is to get a good sound of those instruments and I usually, you know, just do chords from there and then I write a song to it. So it sort of started quite organically with just the songwriting process. Um, so it wasn't a decision as such. It just sort of came out that way. Um, mm. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to write a song. Um, oh, this sound sounds good with it. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, I'll do the next step. I'll do the next step. I'll do the next step until it was almost quite complete, yeah. um, in which I then still work with my dad and he, um, you know, will we'll jump in and, and finish off the mastering, mixing, adding little elements at the end. But um, mm. as far as the, yeah, the whole soundscape, the whole, you know, creation of the song, it just kind of fell out that way. So it wasn't yeah. really a decision. It was just kind of like, oh, expression. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask you about that because obviously, uh, well, I'm a guitarist and singer. I usually start with guitar uh, and put a vocal melody on top. But I'm always interested to talk to people like yourself who um, aren't sort of, well, they're multi-instrumentalists like we just said. And, you know, you you might start the songwriting process off a little bit differently and build it differently. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess I was kind of curious to talk to you about that. Uh, I guess, well, let's start with Gun Love. Like what was the first layer of Gun Love that uh, you started with? So like, interesting enough, like um, with Gun Love, it sounded completely different than how it sounds, but it did start actually on an acoustic instrument. Um, so it did start on on a, on a guitar um, mm. and it was just the first tiny little bit. Um, and I think from there I was, it was just that same day I, I, I decided I'm going to jump onto the studio because sometimes it's where I go to start to write. All other songs I've done and all um, things I'd done prior usually started on an instrument, but it was just getting into using, um, you know, the production, producing software to start a song was sort of a point of difference. So I went on there to start a song and then I sort of blended what I wrote on the guitar that same day with what I was doing on the actual recording studio. So it's kind of a hybrid situation, but, um, yeah, no, the start of that song very much was, um, it was very, it sort of trajected a particular way based on the sounds. I was able to get the move, the vibe, that dark pop, that dark synth um, mm. kind of sound, and it just sort of, yeah, shaped it from from there. Um, mm. 
So, yeah, I would say like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like if I was to recount exactly how I did it. it like, I don't, I step was, by I was step. Probably, uh, yeah, I was probably just a manic person. I was like, uh, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Just all over the place. But it, it, it was the combination of all those things. It just sort of mm. came out. So, um, yeah, that was roughly the process. And I think I pretty much had the first half of the song within the first three hours. And then by the next day I'd completed the entire thing. Right. And then from there it was months of just adding tiny little elements, you know, tweaking things like, you know, EQing, getting the drums right, mm. getting, you know, but otherwise the vocal take mm. done basically the same day on the spot. So mm. it's mm. very much a song that was like, yeah, just done like that. One of those, not easy ones, but one of the ones that almost takes care of the process itself if you just let it sort of breathe and and sort of happen naturally. They're the well, they're generally the best ones and the <laughs> the less stressful ones, I guess, aren't they? But yeah, well, it's the most organic, I think. Yeah. Uh, and look, there was a lot where I was like, "It's a demo, it's a demo," and I tried. I've done. I went. I went down to reproduce it. I did so many things just to be like, "Oh my god, I'm just going to use." the demo take like it literally got to that point where uh, it just got too complicated and it's just there's something that you sometimes capture just in just the raw expression of it whether it's perfect whether it's got blemishes whether it's you know if so long as it captures that that energy Mm. that you had that sometimes just is more important than potentially the quality. Do you know what I mean? Of this, like yeah. it doesn't sound like it's it's done in a full proper. You know what I mean? It's got elements of it where you can tell it's kind of got that rough edge, but yeah. um, it just captured the energy of what the song was about. So I just had to roll with it, <laughs> which yeah. is yeah, what happened. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, sometimes when you deliberately, all right, this is I'm going to go for a proper vocal take here mm. or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of comes out a little bit stale because, mm-hmm. but you were obviously in that moment with the demo process and that worked uh, yeah. more for the mood of the song. So nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so are you, I'm guessing you're predominantly a singer. With yeah. Your I would say, singing uh, skills. Yeah. I would say singer songwriter. I would say, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not somebody who's had, like I've had a few vocal lessons. Um, if anything, my singing developed from my love and want to songwrite and mm. to facilitate the vo- vocals for the song I'm writing. So um, I would say, yeah, singer-songwriter is is probably like my main thing and, um, yeah, it's like learning an instrument to be able to, you know, fill in and facilitate the songwriting or learning to produce to facilitate the ideas. It's just everything's kind of like an outlet that I've gone to for the song. Yeah. Yep. I'm writing, so yeah. Okay. Like so you've uh, got some skills with the uh, the recording software as well. Have you learned that over the years as well? Yeah, I would say yeah, I learned that over the years, and yeah. um, I mean, yeah, it, it's been a it's been an interesting one um, when it came to you know learning to produce and all of that. A lot of it is just teaching yourself, I guess. Like that's what. Mm. Um, yeah, that's sort of how I've done it. That's what my dad's done as well. It's all sort of self-taught. I did go to um, call arts like for, for producing. Um, I didn't quite finish up, but the, the I did the year there. And from there, yeah, you get the basics and stuff. But a lot of stuff I would say I had already sort of worked out just from watching my dad do it and jumping onto the software and just being like, okay, cool, I want to record this track. You know, you just you slowly learn. Um, but, yeah, it had been over a few years, I would say. 
um, yeah, cool. getting into yeah the producing side of things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, listening to your this new song and your your older stuff, like it's quite a landscape that you've created there, and which is why it's hard to pinpoint it down to a particular genre. Um, mm. So it's kind of cool that you can incorporate all this different sort of sound and effects and not overdo it. Um, mm. Again, like you know, being predominantly acoustic or electric guitar back in the day, it's always just been uh, those main instrument elements. So I'm always interested to to hear, you know, st- uh, stuff like you're doing. Yeah. And um, it's probably something I'd like to tamper with one day myself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so you've worked with your dad as a producer in the past. He's mm-hmm. uh, your main inspiration in terms of... Uh, yeah. He's my main man. So main man. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we work together. Um, even for different things, even if like specifically he's not working with it, like his opinion creatively, being like, Oh, why don't you try that? You know what I mean? He's always been someone I've really trusted in that creative spectrum into in terms of, you know, contributing ideas and um yeah, sort of working together. But mm. yeah, so my dad's my music partner. Yeah. Awesome. Is he a musician himself like a, a songwriter and everything yeah or? yeah so when I was growing up um yeah there's a lot of music in the house that was you know yeah singer-songwriter still is a singer-songwriter but mm-hmm. he did move later on into the producing side of things and I think that's when the first EP you know Love Train and that's um that was very much when yeah he, he was like well he was you know, producing and then he was like, cool, let's work together, let's let's try this. And so that's sort of how that came out. It was it was through the combination of my yeah, dad producing, my songwriting, and yeah, that's how that was forged. So yeah, like always worked with him. So yeah, it's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. At least you know he's not gonna rip you off. Um, so yeah, tell us about Love Train. That was your was that your debut EP in 2017? Yeah, I was 2017, 2018. I can't remember. It's been yeah. such a while now. Um, or maybe it was 2017. Yeah. So yeah, that song that was because um, I've been writing songs and writing music. I think pretty much most of my life, like mm-hmm. probably from 14 and. And that, and um, it was when I sort of started writing music a bit more seriously, I think. And um, yeah, when I got those sort of cool songs down and started to produce them, um, yeah, that was um, a fun process. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed, you know, just the the bringing them to life. Um, and it's just all the small things, I guess. Like uh, I'd be at work, for instance, doing a job I absolutely hate, which was retail. And on my breaks, my dad would call me, be like, "Oh, I've got this new little bit for this thing," and he'd be trying to play it over the speaker, and I could hardly hear it, but I could <laughs> sort of hear it. And I'd be like, "Dad, that's it, yes." And then I'd go back to work, and I'd just be, even though I was in a dreary friggin' retail um, selling shoes, I was just like happy because I was like, "Oh, we're making progress on the song. Mm-hmm. Like it's so good to have a project to work on." And so. So that was sort of the first project where I felt uh, I understood what it was to make music, you know. Um, And so, yeah, that was Love Train, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And did you support that with uh, live shows and stuff? Like have you sort of been out on the live circuit? 
Yeah, so I did some live performances. Um, again, it's the same sort of scenario where it's I, I mean, everything was stripped back compared to what the produ- production was. Um, so yeah. I did everything acoustically. That's how I wrote everything originally. But mm-hmm. at the time, that was um, I was quite young. Like I think in terms of knowing how to how to do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but for the first EP, yeah, I, I very much went out and just did everything. Yeah, on the piano acoustically, did lots of little gigs and. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was good fun. It was nerve wracking, but it was good fun. So yeah. yeah, have you missed that whole scene in the last couple of years? You know, whether it's going out uh, to watch other bands or artists and going out playing yourself, have you missed that whole that Absolutely. whole scene? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I definitely missed it. Um, I think, I mean, for me, I'm just like, oh, it's going to be so good at coming back because it's going to feel so much more impactful. Seeing a live performance is just going to feel like some kind of new ecstasy because you just haven't been, mm. you know, haven't seen it for so long. It's going to be like <laughs> a suppressed, like, amazement. It's So um, I'm I'm looking forward to, yeah, just being able to yeah, experience, like, a live performance again. And I don't know, see, see, you know, jump back out and, and try to do some myself. So, mm. um, yeah. So with Love Gun, uh, sorry, Gun Love. I think Love Gun's <laughs> a kiss song, isn't it? <laughs> I've, got, I've got that in my head. Love it's gun. the other way around. <laughs> gun it can love. go either way, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, uh, is that part of an EP or is that just a standalone single for now? Yeah, so it's going to be part of an EP um, yeah. and I would say – yeah, the rest of the EP, like, I think, yeah, some of the songs get a bit heavier and then we've got a few more ballads in there. So it's going to be mm-hmm. an EP of four to five songs. Um, nice. So, yeah, and that's going to be a whole different dynamic, I guess, in terms of performing it, the kind of mm-hmm. sound, the kind of vibe, the whole um, setup will be, won't be uh, so much of an acoustic sort of set. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, look forward to that. Let us know when your shows are and uh, yeah. we'll try and get down and see some music that we've uh, all been missing so much. Uh, yeah, I played a couple of gigs halfway through this year, which was the first ones for a while and, um, yeah, it was weird. Like I had to sort of kick myself and, uh, yeah, I'm actually standing on a stage and there's lights and, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird but, yeah, it was good and then, Another lockdown, and it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> so, no, no, back to the bedroom. Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you're you're actually my first guest on the podcast for a little while. Uh, what I've been doing this year mainly is uh, focusing on uh, albums, talking about albums with, with people. So, you're my yeah. first guest talking about their work for a while. So, I'm oh. glad to be doing this as well. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, what what um, what were you doing prior to your Love Train EP in 2017? Had you released any other music, you know, with any other projects or bands or what was your, what mm. were you doing? Oh, my God, what was I doing before 2018? I guess I think um, I had, like, before that I was probably at school, but at school I did do a a few things, like a cool schools. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but um, I did go into a studio and do a few projects and and school bands and, you know, that that was very much um, what I was doing, I think, prior to the um, Love Train EP. Okay. Um, It was, yeah. Um, still writing music and still performing, but not too much of um, to sort of a serious level. I think um, I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have any projects that were that I was releasing prior to. Okay. 
Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to ask you about your influences. Uh, I could hear a few in there, I guess. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to ask you uh, who, who some of your, well, favourite music was, listen, uh, you know, growing up listening to and um, I guess directly in line with your sort of songwriting or process, who are some of your favourite artists? Yeah, so it's such mm. a big one for me. Like mm. I've just always I loved a lot of old music. I mean, that yep. is just no hidden mysteries there. Um, for me, it's it, it would range even from soul to sixties through to seventies rock, mm-hmm. um, through to eighties punk rock. Like that's yep. sort of you know where where my sort of um, influences definitely descend from. Um, for the Love Train EP, very much the soul. You could probably hear a bit of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sort of vibe. And then um, this EP, yeah, it's just a, a mix of, yeah, definitely more the 80s sort of music. Mm-hmm. Um, influences, oh, what I was listening. It, it's really hard because I kind of listen to stuff that's completely different sometimes to what I do. But mm-hmm. I did hear a few comments. People say, oh, it's sort of, it sort of sounds like um, oh, Joy Division or it's this kind of, you know what I mean? I got, And yeah. I got so many, but then some people would be like, it's kind of like, like a 90s style. So it's just you get so many different people, like so many different opinions. And to be honest, at the time I wasn't necessarily thinking of anything in particular, mm-hmm. um, but I would say that all those, yeah, sort of eras of music definitely inspire me. Um, and, and definitely the post-punk stuff like The Clash, you know, Joy Division is absolutely great. Nick Cave, um, all that kind of... <laughs> Yeah, music, The Doors, like I'm really big for, yeah, those those sort of 70s rock um, yeah. sort of bands. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's that kind of music that, yeah, I would say is, is sort of my inspiration. It's hard to beat that stuff. And um, <laughs> was that an influence sort of come down from your, your dad growing up when you were yeah. growing up? Yeah, I would say yeah. definitely we were listening to a lot of good music in yeah. the house. Um there's a lot of music that I found on my own as well, but um, yeah, all of that was definitely yeah influencing um, my dad's um, yeah showing me the good stuff. So yeah. well um, done, dad. My, yeah. my dad was the same. I think that's priceless. Like when you're growing up, what music is going on around you, yeah. you might not realise at the time, but it sort of shapes you. Um, totally, totally. Definitely. Like. Um, yeah, I would say my first song, like the first song that I full fell in love with, um, it was on a Walkman. I was listening to a Walkman and it was Smoke <laughs> on the Water by Deep Purple. Yeah. And I would just play it on repeat and I would just sit on it. I was so tiny. I was so little on a yeah. swing set and I just listened to Smoke on the Water and just be like, <laughs> this is like drugs. Like this is amazing, this feeling, you know, of, yeah. of a song, a song that is good. So, yeah, definitely all that music, yeah, being introduced to that at a young age and growing up is just priceless. The most overplayed riff of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the first riff I learned as well. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sure you're not the only one. That's, no, uh, definitely not, definitely not. Yeah, actually, Deep Purple was never a band that I fully got into and it wasn't because I didn't like what I'd heard. I just I didn't get to them, I think. Like I yeah. was more sort of Zeppelin and um, uh, Eagles, Stones, yes. a lot yeah. of that similar stuff, but yeah. I never really fully dived into to Deep Purple or Pink Floyd for that matter, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sure I'll, I'll get to them one day. I do have a couple of Deep Purple albums downstairs, but yeah, just 
yeah, again, haven't, haven't got to it. There's so it's much so good funny. music Sometimes to listen to. Sometimes that happens. Like yeah. you, you go through a period and you skip one and then you find it years later and you're just like, everyone, this is great. They're like, yeah, we've been there, done that. Uh, like, yeah. well, I skipped it. Like, <laughs> Only 50 years too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it's cool when you do it. You know that mm. you're just, you know, uh, you know, original for liking it at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, what band or what artist would you say – that you listened to and was inspired by that made you say, I want to do that? I want to do music. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, tough, tough question. Pardon? It's so tough. It's so tough. Yeah. And I think this is the interesting thing. It came down to me, it was the singer. It was watching somebody sing and deliver an emotional performance that was just so gripping and and true of raw emotion mm-hmm. um and i had to, to try put my finger on a specific it wasn't a band it wasn't a particular song it was to see a performer do that mm-hmm. and be able to portray that and just be that uh, it could have started with who knows if it was like elvis presley or um sinead o'connor was pretty impactful for me i think as well um Oh God, there's just so many, like even the old, it it started with soul music. It it definitely did start with hearing that soul, um, whether that was Etta James or yeah, it it would, it would have been a soul singer that made Mm. me think I want to do this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's not always one band or one moment that makes you want to do it. It's a, can be a collective thing. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think to, to love music, appreciate, and just want to be mm. around it, that it would have been yeah, smoke on the water, or like um, <laughs> yeah, like Bohemian Rhapsody or something. But yeah. Um, <laughs> when it yeah, when it came to actually, I want to do it, it, it would have been for me a singer. I think because I resonate as being a singer, sort of yeah, singer songwriter first and foremost. So it yeah, it was going to be, it would have been a solo singer. Um, mm. Yeah, I couldn't put my finger on who it was, but it would have been something soulful for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> do you, what was your first concert? Do you remember your first concert? Um, my first concert, oh, I think my first, I can remember my first festival. Oh, mm. God, it was probably like, a, yeah, it was probably a festival. Um, who was playing there? Uh, it was... I think Ramstein, who else? Diane Wood. I, I think that was my first proper festival. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of concerts and things, I mean, because I grew up in Canberra, there wasn't too much going on, you know, mm. um, when I was young. So I didn't really get the opportunity. It was more when I moved to Melbourne and sort of as a teenager, I got to see more live stuff because I was so rural before that. But um, yeah, I think my first live performance was uh, what was a big day out, one of the big day wow. out. Yeah, I think Nick Cave was there. I saw, yeah, Diane Wood, Ramstein. Um, who else did I see? I think um, oh, Billy Idol, was he there? I can't remember. I, it was, but it was, um, there was so much going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, that's uh, not only good bands but like a, a huge experience too. Yeah. Like, so that's not a bad first one to go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, and what would you say is your most useless talent? My most Random question. Talent. Oh, yeah. To make people uncomfortable, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at making people feel uncomfortable if I want to. So it's useless. Yeah. 
Oh, but it could be useful, yeah. It could be useful, yeah. yeah. I mean, in situations in like big group settings or parties, if you want to, if you want to make people unco- if you want to make someone uncomfortable, just just ask me to jump in there, and I can. Yeah. All right, you heard that, everyone. <laughs> it could come in handy one day. Yeah. All right. So we've got uh, Gun Love released on December third. Now this is a digital release. Yes. Yep. Cool. Yes. Um, any any plans of shows depending on what things are looking like or is that sort of more for 2022? Um, yeah, I think that's just um, – I think there's plans for shows, absolutely. Um, I think there's a couple of ones that I, you can do um, – online so you know oh, yeah. if the opportunity comes to do those if it's too hard to find live shows but um yeah at any opportunity it will be to cue some live performances but at the mm. moment there's nothing in the pipeline no particular dates or venues but yep, um yep. yes soon to be yeah we'll sort of we'll, we'll let we'll let everyone know if that is the case excellent yeah it's a bit hard to plan for that sort of thing yeah. at the moment i think so <laughs> But um, good to see you releasing some some new music. And you think this one's a little bit different from what you've done in the past? Yeah. Gun Love is a bit different from uh, Love Train? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think um, even just the other songs, um, I would say it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quite a change in direction, to be honest. Um, yeah. I would say this sort of music, even the other songs to follow up, they're quite heavy, like they're quite like um, a lot of like heavier tunes. Um, it would be, I'd be booking completely different venues <laughs> for the music yeah. that I'm going to release now. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a big change and, um, yeah, it's just going to be, yeah, a whole lot of energy, different kind of energy. So but it's awesome. exciting. I look forward to hearing the other tracks. Did you produce the other tracks as well? Yes, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Jeez, that would have been stressful, the whole doing the whole process. But um Yeah. I mean I've had some help with dad, which is good. Yeah. But um I mean in terms of yeah, doing them, it was yeah, it's, it was um it's a hard process. It still is a hard process, you know, to to feel finished with things as well. So um Yeah, it's yeah. hard to draw that line sometimes, isn't it? Like yeah, all right, this is done. It's yeah. really hard to Maybe it needs more mixing or, yeah, you know, it's really hard to, but you've got to call it somewhere. Otherwise, you'd be working on it for, Forever. for a long time, yeah, which <laughs> kind of kills it as well a little bit, I think. Oh, know. it does. It kills it. Um, and, yeah. and also, like, you kind of you move on to other things as well. I think for me, I, like, it's in terms of writing music, like, I'll, I'll, I'll write an EP and then by the time it's ready, like, I've already written all these other songs that I just feel like I want to work. You know what I mean? So it's it's really, you've got to kind of, once you've got it, you've got to pin it down and you've just got to be like, finish it. Because, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I've probably got hundreds of songs just here and there, half finished, this or that. And it's, it's um, yeah, it's very hard to pin it down and just be like, finish. And, like, what I had to do with gun love was as I said I had to take it to such a far point till I'm to be like oh it was done it was done (laughs) do you know what I mean so it's weird how you learn to start to know when it's done um hopefully I don't have to go through the process too many more times (laughs) of thinking I've got to work this hard and then to realize that all that work was to figure out that I didn't need to do anything further so (laughs) yeah it's always a learning process I think and totally um, yeah yeah. Well, where can uh, where can people find you online? 
Um, so yeah, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. I do put a few songs. I, yeah, I've got songs, some songs on YouTube. Um, TikTok I've started. I don't, this is what the kids are using these days. And um, Yeah, I jumped on there too and I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. But, I know, uh, I know. I was just like, I don't, oh, yeah, I, I, so I don't know. I'm floating around on there too. Mm. I mean, if, so um, yeah, but um, those are probably, yeah, the, the main places to find me. I will have a website probably in the next week it's actually not done right now but um there will be a website that will be you'll be able to find from yeah instagram facebook and all those platforms so excellent yeah so So you can hear spotify and soundcloud yep beautiful well i'll put uh links in the show notes to all your socials and get on it people december 3rd gun love by Desiree. Thank you for coming on the show. Nice to meet you. Hopefully we can uh, get to meet you in person someday soon in the in the near future and uh, we can get back to some live music. And uh, yeah, great, great to chat with you and I look forward to hearing the rest of the, the EP when it's ready as well. So thank awesome. you. For thank you. <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you again soon for another episode of Fox on the Wire. Cheers. Cheers.